0: Brazil Reimagined, a radio podcast about Brazil's changing territorial, environmental, and agricultural policies, with the voice of those who are working to reconstruct, reimagine, and redivide, from urban to rural, in the Amazon and beyond.
1: I'm going to sing a song for you to record. The song is called Everyone. It calls on everyone to see our worthiness, to value us, to help us, to protect us
2: shano va que shano cha noná shano va quevo e inu 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 e e e e e pana pana wakevu pana pana wakevu pana pana wakevu e e e e e ita insta wakevu isa insta wakevu isa insta e e e e
3: the beginning of this episode, This Prayer, by Paulo Almeida Rucan Nukini, marked the end of the journey I took to record his story. And not only his, but also that of his people, the Nukini and of their neighbors living just across the river, the Because if the indigenous territories are among the last lands where the forest is still standing, and if ancestral knowledge is indispensable to be able to protect our forests in the future, as you heard in episode three, I personally wanted to talk to the people that have been fighting for their lands for years. Are they now in this changing context regaining hope that they finally receive recognition? But I also wanted to be able to tell the story of those who are working to recover the knowledge that was erased and the voices that were silenced, and not just over the past four years. Because, as the people I met before emphasized, and as indigenous leaders have been underlining worldwide, the potential role original populations can play to protect and recover the Amazon and other biomes, is inseparable from the process of strengthening and recovering the cultures and knowledge required to relate or re-relate to nature, in order to protect and truly respect her, instead of fighting against her, or protecting her only with the hope that we can still exploit her resources in the future. My name is Chai Surui, I'm one in 24, but my people have been living in the Amazon rainforest at least 6,000 years. My father, the great chief Aumis Rui, taught me that we must listen to the stars, the moon, the wind, the animals, and the trees. Today, the climate is warming, the animals are disappearing, the rivers are dying, and our plants don't flower like they did before. The earth is speaking. We need a different path indigenous peoples are in the front line of the climate emergence. We have ideas to postpone the end of the world. To be able to collect those stories of recovery, of reconstruction, I went further than I imagined I would go, deep into the forest of Acre, perceived as one of Brazil's most isolated states. About 10 hours traveling by boat from Mancio Lima, the last town that can be reached over land, I arrived at the first houses of the Nawa, one of the last people in Acre whose lands are not yet recognized and demarcated by the federal government. But first, I passed Rio Branco, the state's capital, where just at the moment I arrived, protests were organized to fight for the demarcation and protection of indigenous lands.
2: Demarcação? Yeah. Demarcação?
4: Yeah. Demarcação? Yeah. Yeah.
3: On June 7th, I talked to several people involved in the organization of the protest, and on the defense of indigenous rights in Acre. I talked to Rui Mancherini, director of MATPA, to Angela Mendes, daughter of Chico Mendes, one of Brazil's most well-known environmental activists, and to Mukani Uniqueen and Yubi Uniqueen, coordinators of the Huniqueen Indigenous Youth <laughs> Movement.
1: We know that this legal argument would imply an undermining of the demarcation of indigenous lands. This is an act against the proper constitution.
0: This proposal clearly shows how the Parliament is serving the big corporations and the big environmental criminals who want to exploit the Amazon, who want to destroy the Amazon, and who want to wipe out the original peoples, the indigenous peoples, and all the peoples who already lived in these territories.
1: We are here We're here fighting for our rights, defending our territories, defending the Amazon, our forests, our rivers, and our future.
0: And today we are here together with our friends, with our relatives, with other indigenous people and non-indigenous people. I'm
1: here sincerely asking support to our brothers and sisters from the indigenous movement who are there to support us. We are asking you for support.
3: The protests were a strong no against the introduction of the time frame argument. A legal argument that would imply that only the lands occupied by indigenous people in 1988, when the Brazilian constitution was enacted, could be claimed and officially demarcated, thereby denying the fact that many indigenous people were persecuted, threatened and expelled from their territories around or after that time. The final decision over the introduction of this controversial argument has been postponed for years, but just (laughs) recently…
4: There were emotional scenes outside Brazil's Supreme Court on Thursday as justices ruled in favor of indigenous land rights in a historic win. The Supreme Court ruling was vital to resolve some 300 pending land recognition claims, according to indigenous leaders, who said communities would now be protected from land grabbers and invasion by illegal loggers and gold miners. Activists say it's also a victory for global efforts against climate change, as it would prevent deforestation on indigenous land.
3: From the political protests in Acre's capital, I undertook the long journey over land and by rivers. To talk to the Nawa, a people whose decades-long fight for land did not yet lead to recognition. I first heard about their story when I was still in Brasilia, against the background of the capital's grey political headquarters. I met Taresson Nawa. A young journalist and communication specialist who moved from his parents' lands to the capital to work on the defense of indigenous rights.
2: I think this dialogue, I come from the indigenous movement, right? I'm a child of the indigenous movement, formed by the Coiabé, let's say. And I think this dialogue that I'm going to have with you, I'm going to give you some very important tips.
3: The word tragic is barely enough to describe the history of this people like that of many other peoples in the region. But now it seemed like there could soon be a turning point, explained Lucila Nawa, one of their leaders who guided me to their land in Akron.
4: And then we decided to mark the land from this point to that point. We marked the limits based on what we need to survive. Then we marked the land with the people who are specialized in officially demarcating, who have the equipment, so we could mark this path, which represents the limits of the land. This is self-demarcation, out of the Makarsan, and so all of it has already officially been mapped, marked, the limits indicated. Then, a technical team of the FUNAI passed by to check where we self-demarcated the borders. Now we are making sure to monitor everything while waiting for the official decisions, for the political decisions from the government, so that we can have the land officially recognized and demarcated.
3: The NAWA could finally start a process to mark the limits of their own land. A technical team of Brazil's Indigenous Affairs Agency, the FUNAI, Already passed by to check where the land was demarcated. Now the Nawa are just waiting for the official political decision for their land to be recognized as Terra Indigena, indigenous land. Crucial for the Nawa's future, on online Trail Nawa cacique, their outer leader.
1: The land, it represents our life. The land that provides us with everything we need, our food, the air that allows us to breathe, to speak. The land is our support. The land is where we get our education, where our health comes from, where production comes from, even where our inspiration comes from. When I was interviewed by an anthropologist from Sao Paulo, I correctly replied to her, our land is our life. They cannot take away our land, we cannot lose it. Not again.
2: I'm
1: sure that now and here, what we want is to reconstruct what was destroyed. That is our mission, our fight. A fight for which we risk our lives. It's very difficult to gain recognition, but we already succeeded to get this far.
3: To be able to actually show me what they have been fighting for for so long, and to able to make me feel how important their land is to them, Lucila and Railson took me to the limits of their land, the place where they so-called self-demarcated their terra. O lugar de auto-demarcação. It was another eight hours by boats through dense forests, and it was not just me who came along. But also the children of the local school. Only by involving the next generation in the struggle for recognition of their land can they guarantee it will be taken care of and protected in the future, Lucilla explained. Então, bom dia.
4: Welcome to this class, a lesson for all of us, for all of you. We are here at the place where we demarcated the limits of our land, the auto demarcação. This class takes place to show you what the fight for self-demarcation is all about. We need this land for our survival, and you, now students, will be our future guerreros, and guerreros as teachers or healthcare workers. And therefore, you need to know our land, every corner of it. And you also need to know how important this land is for our survival.
2: The
3: children and me, we went on a walk in the forest, following the path that marked the land's borders, getting to know more about the forest and the plants and animals that should be respected.
2: o povo na rua é o um povo de festa Eu chamo a força da nossa floresta é.
4: Porque o povo na rua é um povo de festa Eu chamo a
2: força também do açaí Porque o povo na rua é povo de futebol Eu chamo a força também do açaí
3: But for the children to learn to value their own land, they also need to recall their own history, Lucila
4: argued. The Nawa people. We initially lived in Cruzeiro do Sul, but when the rubber bosses, the colonels arrived, we were expelled. They came to kill our people. Then we left Cruzeiro do Sul. We fled to try to survive. But at this new place, we couldn't survive either. Some fled again, spread out, and they managed to kill almost all of the people left. But two people managed to survive. Two girls.
2: Mariruni
4: and Francisca Bojin. In fact, everyone here belongs to the lineage of these two girls, and it is important to recognize that you are all Nawa, that we are all Nawa. Pedro Paiva, Marie Valdu, and all other people that you don't know yet. They are Nawa. So, because of these two survivors, we are here today. Their knowledge was passed on from mother to daughter, from father to son, to grandsons and great grandsons. That is why today we have this knowledge about our history. And one day, you too, will tell this story to your children and to your grandchildren. Because today, Daniel here is still a little boy, just like Georges-Louis. But tomorrow, in a few years, they will be able to tell this story to their children, to their grandchildren and to their great-great-grandchildren. As Lucilla explained to the children, in the beginning
3: of the last century, when export of rubber abroad exploded and the lands of many indigenous peoples were invaded by the so-called seringalistas, (rubber barons or colonels, as they were also referred to, many indigenous people were expelled or enslaved, men forced to extract rubber, and women captured to marry the workers that came from the other parts of the country. This is a history that also impacted the Nahua, who, when they refused to collaborate, were almost all killed in a massacre. Only the two girls, who Lucila mentioned, managed to escape and became the only carriers of their culture. The current inhabitants of the land of the Nawa are all somehow related to these two women. And only recently they could start a process to try to recover their language and culture because these only two girls that did survive were placed in white families and were forbidden to speak their own language or remember their own history. For about a hundred years, their people did not openly say they were Nawa, still out of fear for what might happen. But with the help of the neighboring people, the Nukuni, oral histories and archive documents, the Nawa already got pretty far in reconstructing in the past decades.
4: Compared to what we started with, when we didn't know that much, we have already been able to recover a lot. We made a lot of progress.
3: And when their claim for the demarcation of their land is finally recognized under the new government, they can also secure a future with more rights related to education, health and culture.
4: For now, we are just waiting for the official political decision.
3: This year, it has been exactly 35 years ago that they started the fight for official recognition of their land. In the state of Acre, the Nawa are one of the last people struggling for their land to be recognized. In other Brazilian states, many people are still fighting to even start the process of demarcation. But the Nawa are certainly not one of the last people still struggling to recover their culture and history. A process many indigenous people could only start recently, after centuries. According to the Brazilian Institute of Geography and Statistics, the number of people identifying as indigenous has increased by nearly 19% over the last 12 years, to 1.69 million nowadays. While already on my way back to the nearest town, just across the river, I talked to the leaders of the Nukini, a people that did already succeed to demarcate their land decades ago. But that also just recently could start to openly strengthen the recovery of their culture, traditions and knowledge. Paulo, as he is called in Portuguese, their current leader, explains why this is so important.
1: Personally, for me, I started recognizing myself as a people, as an indigenous person, when I was about 10 years old. I always went out a lot. My father and mother took me to other places, but I always came back here. When I understood myself, when I recognized myself as an indigenous person... I started to see that, for me, the most important thing is to strengthen our culture, to strengthen the culture of my people, and to get to know the medicine ayahuasca. Because ayahuasca is a medicine that brings us motivation and empowers us to resist, to strengthen our culture, to feel our ancestral presence. That helps us to learn how we were forced to forget our culture, during this time of contact with the non-Indigenous, how we lost our culture, how we were forbidden to speak, forbidden to practice, forbidden to use our traditional medicines. My generation, over the past 20 years, we have regained our strength, we have regained our ancestral knowledge, the knowledge of the elderly still there. It helped us to strengthen our songs, our music, our prayers, our paintings, the handcrafts that we produce, our culture. And for me, as a young leader of this people, I believe that there is nothing more important than strengthening our spirituality, strengthening our culture, and being an example for the next generation.
3: As Rucao explained to me, the use of traditional medicines, including ayahuasca, is very important in this process of recovering their culture and the revival of the knowledge of their ancestors. It also helps the leader to strengthen the sense of community between his people, to make them aware of the importance to work together for a common
2: cause.
1: One very important thing that we value in our culture nowadays is healing, cure. Healing with traditional medicines, healing with prayer, healing with singing. This is very important to us today, for the nukini, for all of us nukini. It is one of the connecting forces that motivates us to stay, to have a good time with the other people here, to be sincere in our work with ourselves, to work for the collective. So the medicine is very important because it opens a path. It opens the path to healing, to cure. It is the healing of the material to embody the knowledge of our ancestors. It helps us to be more united and stronger every day, to be sincere, to be humble, to look each other in the eyes like brothers and sisters, to know that we can see the same things through each other's gaze, to know that we are humble in harmony. It also helps us to prepare new leaders that can guide us for us to be able to protect and preserve our forests, our world.
3: As explained by Ruka Kini, the use of traditional medicines, including ayahuasca, is by himself perceived as crucial in his process of recovery of healing, of cure, to bring harmony to the community and strengthen the feeling of belonging, to regard their neighbors as brothers and sisters, and to respect their lands and forests. By organizing ayahuasca ceremonies with the NAWA, Paulo even helped his neighbors to recover part of their culture and strengthen ties between them. The increased use of the traditional medicine ayahuasca by indigenous and non-indigenous is however also subject of debate. While spiritual leaders and indigenous people working with the medicine consider it as an enlightening and healing medicine that can bring cure, strengthen self-appreciation and a sense of community, opponents criticize the commonization of the medicine, argue that ayahuasca, a hallucinogenic tea made from a vine native to the Amazon rainforest, should be considered as a drug or is misused by swindlers. Or warrant that it is imposed to indigenous people who traditionally never use the medicine. If a widespread use of ayahuasca might be controversial, what I did witness myself is that the Nukini definitely seemed very united to me. Strengthened to work together to recover their culture, to empower their people, and to live together in harmony. And for Paulo Nucconi, it is important not only to bring this message to his people, their community, but also the outer world.
1: Just as it is important to strengthen and unite my people here on my land, in our village, it is also important to bring this message into the world elsewhere, so that there too, it can help them to have a better understanding of the world. In places where they're open to this knowledge, open to the process of healing, of cure. Because in the end, in every corner of the world, there is a spiritual presence that can help to value and protect the forest, the environment, nature. Everyone is well received and welcomed by the ayahuasca spirit. Everyone is
2: welcome.
3: The aim of the cacique is to invite others to go through this process of healing and recovery together, and to work together to protect the original forests that are still there. Or to repair, by recovering lands that were already degraded. A message proclaimed not only by Paulo Rucão Nucini, but also by other indigenous leaders in the region. An invitation that was already met with a positive response in various parts in the part of the Brazilian Amazon I got to know and already led to reforestation and recovery, even if for now these might seem only small steps in the transformation needed. When visiting the Nawa and the Nukini, I learned a lot, not only about their fight to protect and defend, a fight that seems infinite but can suddenly result in change, but also about their universal call to unite or reunite, to be able to construct or recover at different scales while Ruka Nukini invites others to work together, he also continues to commit himself to his community, to do what he knows he can do to make his people live in prosperity, and recover the knowledge they need to live in harmony, with respect for their land. Always independent of the political context, he says.